everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. Oh, my God. It's so natural. <laughs> time. Let's all start um, and amass the tea drinking game where every time yes. Reva sings, you take a shot. Every time. <laughs> it happens to me literally every time. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's literally intro music and I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, hi, everybody. Sorry. Okay. Welcome back to And That's the Tea. Welcome back. Um, so this week, we're going to talk about a little, we're going to switch, we're going to swerve in our in our pathway a little bit. So we were thinking, or I came up with this weird ass Reva idea. was thinking. I was thinking, <laughs> and then I texted Katie and I was like, oh my God, we should do it. And then she was like, yes, let's do go. So I think, um, what is it? Like every other week we talk about... Um, we're going to talk about like some self-care stuff and some like relationship stuff. Yeah, so something a little more, a little more service, right. a little more deep. Yes. A little more like um, introspective, thought-provoking. Right. And you know but what? We're going to do a little self-reflection, self-exploration. Right. And you know what? Here's the thing. So yeah, we're going to do like one week or every other week we're going to do like some self-exploring, some explorations kind of stuff. And then, you know, then we'll be back on our bullshit every other week. So we'll go, you know, zigzag or back and forth. But I think, you know, the thing with people is because we're single gals that people are not going to expect us to be so introspective or have a lot of experience about the things we're going to talk about. Reva and I would always get this comment that not always, but sometimes people would be like, you guys have never been in relationships. How do you know so much about it? And it's like, because we watch all of you fuck it up. Because we watch all you screw up. That's literally how we know. Hello. And it's, fr- and we have it's free. Self-worth and we, we have self-worth. The self-esteem we're still working on. But the self-worth and the self-respect is very much there. Very, very much there. It's extremely high. Like, like eight times out of ten, do I think I look like trash? Yes. Yes. But do I think I deserve respect? Also yes. yes. Also yes. Do I think I'm a bad <laughs> so. bitch? Yes. Do I think I look like actual hoot trash yes also yes. you know sometimes things don't <laughs> add up but sometimes they work <laughs> exactly so yeah so you know what and i was thinking about naming this um instead of ted talk because it feels like a ted talk instead of ted yeah. talk it's our tea talk so we're really getting down and deep yes so this is our tea talk so everyone welcome to our tea talk welcome to our tea talk <laughs> why it sounds like we're saying tiktok <laughs> It's like if, if 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 TikTok were a TED Talk, it'd be it'd be Tea Talk. <laughs> if there were one minute TED Talks, it'd be Tea Talks. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And oh, and God. and today's Tea Talk topic, yes, is boundaries. Boundaries, boundaries. What are they? How are they? And how do we set them up? Do we have any? Do we? <laughs> God damn it. Oh my god. We were trying to be serious. And too. if so, how many? And if so, how many are there? I love how we were, I was trying to be serious and it just didn't come out right. Oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's, it's a serious topic, but sometimes I can only get through serious topics by joking. Left. Literally. <laughs> that's just, sometimes that's just how it's going to go. Okay. Literally. That's just how it's going to go. Um, yeah. So, what are boundaries? Um, how are they set up? Why do we have them? Um, what are they? And. When were they important? And when are they not? Boundaries. Boundaries. What are they good for? What are they good for? 
And we're, we're going to let you know. We're going to let you know right now. And we're not talking about physical boundaries, uh, although they are important, like dams. Those are important. Yes, I mean, yeah, we aren't going to be talking about dams or walls. That's a little triggering. That's a little. <laughs> no walls. Not walls. Actually, dams, aren't they not important? Because don't they, like, resist water or, like, ruin ecosystems? I think they're, I think they're a polarizing right. topic. Oh, I thought they were um, good, but I guess U.S. government really tainted my idea of the world. So anyway, <laughs> I think that dams are good for some things and bad for other things. Right. I don't know, but the point is, we're not talking about the Hoover Dam. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, we are oh talking about we're talking about personal boundaries. We're talking about you know mental, like, physical, spiritual yes. boundaries. You know, yeah. um, exactly. Yes. That's what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> and boundaries are not just for romantic relationships. They are for any kind of relationship. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Believe you me, I have set more boundaries <laughs> than this, most people. <laughs> girl, this Virgo over here is the queen of scenting boundaries. And I, am. I will have you know, my Pisces, two plus two becomes one kind of thing girl was not <laughs> feeling it the first time but i learned through her that boundaries are important you know they yeah. are important and they're very they're very good for your everybody's well-being um and i'm still learning that because sometimes i get heated and i get uh i get um excited but it's a boundary i have to respect people's boundaries if they you know yeah yeah i actually and did, you know yeah there's a way to ha- be somebody like me and have a lot of boundaries. Right. And there's a way to have them and make everyone aware right. without like doing any harm. Right. Like, like my whole philosophy on boundaries is do no harm, take no shit. Right. Like, like, like I'm not going to hurt anybody or offend anyone by saying like, no, I'm not going to do this for you. Or like, you know, no, you can't do this to me and be rude. Right. But also my boundaries are a way for people to, like respect me right like like my, my boundaries are set up so that um you don't like take advantage of me <laughs> right and then yeah. also we got to talk about we got to talk about like what is the where is the line between you know having healthy boundaries and then having too many boundaries where you're just basically shutting people out you know exactly so we're gonna get into that this is a seven minute intro i gotta say <laughs> it took a seven honestly you know I'm surprised that we even got two boundaries. Yeah. We even got to discussing boundaries by now. Right Usually now. by now we're already on a tangent. Usually by now we're, we're just, we're still like, hello everyone and welcome <laughs> to... <laughs> Seven minutes in. We still are not even close to the topic. We're not even close. But now we're, we, we, I don't know. We went back and forth, but we were still on the topic, but we went to a subtopic. Anyway... Okay. Anyhow. So I have in my little notes. Okay, guys. What I do is I have a little um, teeny tiny little self-care journal. And I literally just print out things that I see in, on Pinterest. And I put them in here because sometimes when you're saving things on the boards, they either disappear or you forget that you ever saw them. Especially yes. like really exactly. important information, you know? Um, 100%. So I print out that information and I smack dab it, paste it glue it right into my journal so now I always have it okay so my thing with boundaries apparently the the you know official definition of a 
emotional, spiritual, physical boundary is. Uh, They are limits that we set for ourselves. Um, Everybody's boundaries are different and they are based um, on what is personally important for us. Boundaries can be set in several aspects such as work, relationships, family, and in conflict. Boundaries can be physical or emotional limits and help determine a person's comfort level, needs, and preferences. Sorry, I did not see the sentence ending. Okay. um. It's okay, girl. Words are hard. Girl. Um, Essentially, boundaries dictate how we want and allow ourselves to be treated and how we treat others. Healthy boundaries allow accountability, respect, and open open communication. Girl. That definition literally made me want to snap. Snap. Thank you, Pinterest. You you did it again. Thank you, Pinterest. You, you because you know what? Girl. I know what a boundary is, mm-hmm. but the words comfort. Yes. The the word comfort like spoke to me. Yes. That is the sole um like motive right. behind every single boundary I set right. is what makes me comfortable. Right. Right. And not in a sense of, like, I won't leave my comfort zone. Because I'll try to sometimes go beyond my comfort zone. Because, you know, people say, life starts outside of your comfort zone. <laughs> Girl. Whatever. No. However, the boundaries I do set are the ones sometimes, girl, in college I set so many boundaries I didn't do anything. Girl. <laughs> and I should know. But com- comfort. Yes. Comfort is key. Yes. Yes. And I am... I'm actually relatively new to setting boundaries. I would say I'm about six months to a year new into setting boundaries. I've known about boundaries, mm-hmm. but I've never understood them because as a Piscean, as myself, a person with her moon conjuncting Pluto, I'm all about getting in <laughs> everybody's business <laughs> and merging <laughs> as one. I'm all about the blurry, you know, the blurry, conde- where do you begin and I end? I'm all about it. <laughs> You love a blurred line. I love a good <laughs> blurred line. I love a good mystery. I love a good mis- a miscommunicated moment. I do. Girl, especially when it comes to love, girl, give me that. My natural self, without any kind of self-love or self-acceptance or any kind of self-work, give me some good miscommunication and some mind games, and I'll be here all day. Okay? Girl. She said complicated. Complicated. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I am relatively new to actually learning about boundaries. I knew they've existed, but I've just never um, explored that um, world, per se. But now that I have, I will have to say, girl, where was this all my life? Boundaries are everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Girl. And I have have some examples written down in my little journal of, like, what kind of boundaries Mm -hmm. you can set. Like... One boundary is saying no. That's it. That's my favorite one. Ah! <laughs> not the favorite one. Literally, literally, literally. You can literally say no if you don't want to do something, be about something, or yeah. or see something, or feel something. You can literally say no. Like If someone asks you, hey, do you want a cup of coffee? No, I don't. No. And a conversation. Do you know how many times, th- this was an example I was going to give. A boundary I set in college was that if you ask, I will not just drive anyone anywhere. Right. I will not be your chauffeur. I will not be your Uber driver. Right. <laughs> because I was nervous about bringing my car to college because I was scared that everyone was only going to want to be friends with me because I had a car. Right. So I, I purposefully did not bring my car freshman year of college because I did not want to be that girl. Right. Exactly. 
that had the car. Right. So I didn't bring my car and I was, I was only going to drive people places that I felt comfortable driving to. I was only going to drive people that I knew I wasn't going to drive anybody that I did not know. Right. And I wasn't just going to pick people up. Right. That, that was not my tea. Girl. I'm not going to drive you to the bar. Then I'm you not really, going to a party. I would like to say, you really came through as a friend when you picked me up from the hospital twice then. <laughs> oh, I'll do anything for you. If, if you said, if, if, if you said, um, if you called me and said, Katie, I am in the middle of like Philadelphia and I have no clue where I am and I am lost and I need you to come pick me up. I would have been like, oh. all right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Girl, if I said, I am in the middle of Timbuktu, I'm going to need you to get on a plane right now, come to Saudi Arabia, and find my black ass. <laughs> yeah, I would have been cool with it. Because cause you're, you're my... You're my bestie, and I love you. Right. And I will do. I'll I'll do anything for you if you asked. Girl, um, if you needed me to come pick you up or take you somewhere, I would take you. Oh my god! But there were so many like, girl. There were some people that would ask me for a ride or girl. ask me to take them places, and straight up, I would say, no. Yes. And and here's the thing. Too. <laughs> Find another person. And here's, I'm not the one. And here's another <laughs> thing too. This actually leads into my comment because another boundary strangely enough is asking for help which i am yeah absolutely terrible at because i remember oh, this is what i'm bad at this is the i'm so bad at so bad asking for help and i remember when i was first friends with you at the at that point we were like juniors sophomores or juniors and basically mm-hmm. everyone had a car but i hate asking for help i just like doing things on my own or i just like having things done quickly and doing things on my own and not having to bother anybody i don't want to feel like a charity case and so yeah. this is a very interesting position for us because you typically are very boundary set and I'm typically <laughs> like, I don't want to ask for help. So it was kind of like we had to like st- kind of step out of our comfort zones and do the things yeah. that we're like kind of uncomfortable at, you know, but like in a safe yeah. way. And we both love each other very much. So it was not like, oh my God, aggravating, but it was very like. It, it was like we were doing different things and we didn't even realize it until we like now we're seeing, oh, my God, she was stepping at her boundaries and I was making boundaries by asking for help. Like, what the fuck? I know that actually is funny that you say that because it's weird because with people like you and like and like my roommate, Nicole, mm-hmm. and like, you know, m- my friend, Maddie, I'll I'll take them. I'll drive them anywhere if i'm like comfortable even if i don't feel comfortable right like driving somewhere Mm -hmm. if if someone i know really well and i can trust is asking me to drive them somewhere because they really need a ride right like um like i'll i'll do it obviously like i'm your friend i'm gonna help you right but if it's someone that i don't that i sort of know Mm -hmm. like i talk to sometimes they're like can you like um you drive me here and like can you pick me up and I'll um by the way on the way can you pick up a friend and I'm like psych no no like no I am not your lift well like, I remember I remember no. do you remember that other time when our one of um our confidants I will not name names but I remember one of our <laughs> confidants asked you you didn't know her I mean you weren't like that well acquainted with her but she asked I think I know what I think I know what you're gonna yeah say. I remember she asked you if you could take her to the store and you were like, okay. And then it took 3,000 years. <laughs> and I remember you coming back and being like, girl, I literally felt like a chauffeur. 
<laughs> and I was like... And this is... And it's so funny because sh- this person, at, who I know doesn't listen to this, so I don't give a shit. Right. Um, This person asked me to take her to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And she explains to me, she was like, none of my friends are going to be around. Like, I really need a ride. And, you know, she she was nice. And right. I was just like, she asked me really nicely. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I don't care. Right. And I and she told me where, you know, she wanted to go. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Girl. She says, she just texts me with time. She wants me to pick her up until, like, that morning. And then I get there and she's not ready. And then she asked me to take her, like, five other places. And she takes forever in every single store and like clearly just does not care that i'm like wasting like i'm using my own time to hate her to like take her right out. right and it's just like that is why i said no to everybody because i was afraid that that was what was going to happen right. and she only just confirmed my, she just confirmed why i said the boundary girl the th- why is it the that's what i'm saying and like <laughs> yeah it's just it's so interesting because like i remember th- that exactly is like the reason why i don't ask people because like it feels like every minute i'm spending like kind of using it feels like i'm using someone and then it feels like i'm taping up their time like they could be doing more important things and i'm just like oh fuck like that's why i try to be like when i'm asking somebody or like if if i'm asking someone to take me somewhere i try to be like literally as efficient as possible as like humanly possible i'm like i have a list i know where exactly we need to go bam 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 thank you ma'am 10 minutes we're out um yeah the fact that you're even aware oh like this person is like giving their time to me to like you know, do this for me. That's great. It's when people don't like think about that. I don't think it's, I, it, and it <laughs> literally annoying. it boggles my mind that people don't think about that because it's like I think yeah. about it constantly to the point where it gives me anxiety and stress. And when people don't yeah. think about that, I'm like, how do you live? <laughs> how are you thriving? Because I'm literally dead with all the anxiety and stress. I know. Yeah. Well, this person, I think this person was a Taurus, and they're really slow. Girl, she is. <laughs> She said, girl, I'm going to move. I'm going to, I'm Ferdinand and the Bull. I'm going to stop, smell the flowers. Oh, girl, did you see that TV over there? Let's look at it for 3,000 minutes and look at, like, look at all the sample trees it's showing on the TV. Um, yeah. Girl. Girl. But, like, yeah, that's another thing I was just, like, yeah, that was just, like, another time where I was, like, oh, my God, I remember that. Um, and then, like, I don't know. Oh, another opportunity, or, yeah, another uh, example of setting boundaries is saying thank you. You know, with no apology, regret, or shame to compliments. Mm-hmm. That is another. Oh my one. god! Yes, that is. I one. used to be really bad at taking compliments, and then um, I embraced my Leo Venus and my Leo Mars. Girl, I remember actually a couple of weeks ago you gave me a compliment about something I can't remember, and it was like right as I was like writing this down. I think I read I wrote it down like the day before, and then like. I don't know, out of nowhere, the the next day you gave me a compliment, and I was gonna be like, thank you, but like, I'm a head ass, so I, like, bitch, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like, stopped myself in the middle of typing, and I was like, you know what? No. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, heart. Thank you, thanks. <laughs> and I like, I was like, oh my god, I'm getting it, I'm learning, you just gotta say, because you are that, you know, everybody's that bad beach, you know? Like, and if it's yeah. a compliment, it, it, and especially if someone's giving you a compliment and they feel like, they're not usually out here, like, handing compliments to everybody and everything. Like, and it's a mm-hmm. genuine compliment. Like, girl, you're doing the damn thing. Say, girl, say, say thank you and then walk on your merry way, you know? Like, don't be ashamed. Don't exactly. be. You're that beach, you know? Um, and, like, and that's a thing that I've learned, too, over the past year is just, like, especially with, like, jobs and career, 
like, if you are experiencing something, do not say that you're, like, don't describe yourself as, like, an entry-level worker. No, you're, like, a specialist. You know your shit, you know? Yeah. Like... You're an expert. Yes. You're, you know, yeah. Like, for example, you've been to college for four years in English. You're an editor, basically. Like, you can edit. Yeah. Like, you... You got it. Like, you're an editor. Like, for me, yeah. I'm... I'm good with social media, so I'm, like, a, a digital media specialist. So, like... Mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like it's you have to have a level of respect for yourself or self-confidence in yourself in order to you know create boundaries because you are important yes yeah oh my god women especially women of color are always like f- like taught or like trained to like sell themselves short because yes. they don't want to seem like um braggy yes. or like aggressive right. or cocky or whatever right. but it's like but we're not selling ourselves short, like, right. like by dis- like we're not being cocky or whatever by describing what we are, right? And what exactly like, we do, yeah. We're just telling you, right, right, <laughs> and like it's it, yeah, it's wild, yeah, to like get it's crazy. Like I mean, applying for jobs is like a whole like oh. fucking thing because oh you have to basically, um, you know, even though I went to college for four years and I studied English. I don't have any real work experience. They don't right. really give a shit. Right. And it's just like, okay, well, is me not taking four years worth of English classes? <laughs> right. I'm like, where like, in I the studied four it years? For four years. Like, where in the four years was I supposed to have work experience? Where in the four years? Oh, God. And anyone... the compliment thing? The compliment thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty good at taking a compliment. I'm a Leo Venus. Uh-uh. I, love a good com- I love a compliment. I love compliments. If, my favorite compliment in the whole world is when someone tells me I smell good. <gasps> That's Best a good compliment one. Ever yes. is you smell so good. Because I think I constantly smell bad, even if I'm smelling good. I'll come out of the shower. Me too. Yeah. I'll come out of the shower and be like, I still smell bad. And I'm like. Me too. Sometimes I come out of the shower and if I don't reek of like. Soap. A smell. Like a good smell. Yeah. I think I smell like ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and then you know what? I was actually watching this. I literally like two hours ago, I was watching this movie um, on Amazon Prime. It's called Uncle Frank. Paul Bettany. Everybody needs to watch it. It's so good. Oh, of course. <laughs> Girl, Paul Bettany literally has my entire ass. Anyway, um, <laughs> there's this one scene where he's like crying or whatever. And he's playing a gay guy in this movie. And it's like 1973. And he's crying at a cemetery. And his boyfriend comes up to him and he like comforts him and he, you know, like reassures him he's okay or whatever. And he kisses him. And at that point, the dude had a whole mental breakdown and he like jumped into a a lake and then drank a whole freaking 3000 bottles of brandy and whatever. smells like ass. (laughs) And the guy still kissed him. And I literally sat there and I thought, you know what? If he could dump (laughs) himself in a whole shitty ass pond and then go to the freaking alcohol the liquor store by like 3,000 bottles of brandy and dump those <laughs> shits down like it's a freaking we're at the water park girl I think I'll be fine yeah I think I'll be fine I think I'll be okay exactly because if someone is exactly. still willing to kiss you and you smell like dank like wow that's something that's love that's love <laughs> But the thing I've learned about compliments is I love I love getting a compliment. Mm-hmm. If someone compliments me, I'm like, yes, thank you so much. Right. But I've I'm really bad at giving strangers compliments because yes. I feel really awkward yes. and I never know how to like weave it in casually. Yes. 
So lately, I've just been like not giving a shit and just going giving up. them the literally compliment. yes because because I don't know about everywhere else, but here in New Jersey, um, basically every girl over eighteen has their nails done. Like every girl, they they could work at freaking Dunkin' Donuts. In fact, Dunkin' Donuts is where I give this compliment most often. Girls always have the manicure right and like laid out manicure right, and so. Everywhere I go, these girls in the drive-through, ev- everywhere I go, right. have great nails. So my go-to compliment is, "I love your nails." Mm-hmm. And when you give the people a compliment, it like clearly makes their day, right? Like, and it kind of makes for me when I'm making somebody's day, it makes my day. Like, it like makes me feel good. Exactly. Yes. Yes. It's like uh, it's everybody wins. Right. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. And so compliments are a thing. In high school, I hated a compliment. I was like, oh my God, don't look at me. Right. In high school, if someone even perceived me, I was like on the edge. <laughs> I'm on the edge of glory. Like, Do not perceive I'm on me. the edge. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> yes. Girl. Like, if you look at me, I will kill myself. Right. <laughs> that was me in high school. Girl. Right. But in college, in college, I would stunt on these hoes and I would fish right. for compliments. I love a compliment. Oh, you know what? Here's the thing that got me to high school. Like, a lot of people knew me, but I wasn't, like, popular or people didn't, like... I mean, people liked me, but, like, it wasn't, like, when I... I remember one time I was in college and I went to a party one time. And I remember literally everyone in the room, at least 200 people, everyone was just like, oh, my God, girl, Reva's here. We're about to get lit. And literally everybody was saying hi to me and stuff and, like, interacting with me. And I was like, oh, my God, am I that bitch? Um, Are you famous? Am I famous? <laughs> oh my, I remember this night so clearly. I don't know if, th- this might have been on my birthday, so th- granted, but like. <laughs> Everybody was just hyping you up. But like literally, <laughs> it was like this one random night and I remember like, yeah, I remember getting there and literally was like, oh, we about to get fucked up because Reva's here. Like we about to get lit. Blah, 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 blah. And, like You were the life of the party. I'm a life, girl. Yeah. And I felt so good about myself. Even now it feels weird that I'm like bragging about myself. God, I need to work on myself. Um, but it felt so like good. So, so many people, uh, so many people don't like bragging about themselves. I know. So I like oh my god! But it felt so good to be like seen and like liked and like, oh my god, am I that bitch? Like, am I about to really fuck up this party? Good. Like, I'm about to really like set it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's like the I. What's so I think it's so cool is the boundary is acceptance. Like one boundary is accepting who you are and really loving that. Yeah, is also a boundary. And you, you wouldn't exactly. think that owning yourself yes. and like not the, here. This is the, this is the tea. Here's the tea. Being so confident in yourself that you don't need compliments from other yes. people to make you feel good about yes. yourself. Yes. Is a whole nother level of self love. Yes. That, I, that um, I'm getting closer to, but not quite there yet. I would say, I would <laughs> say I'm getting closer to it every day, especially being in quarantine and being by myself. I found self love way more easier being by myself isolated than I ever did in college. <laughs> yeah. Because you're forced to. Because you're with no one. And you also, you're there's no one to compare to. Like, you're by yourself. Yes. And I love yeah. it. <laughs> I'm like, I'll stay in the house all day if I have to, if I don't have to compare myself. <laughs> like. Oh, exactly. It was great. It's great. Like, and then when I finally got out into the world, I remember, or not, or not when I finally got out into the world, I'm like, bitch, I'm not in the cellar. But like, I'm like, as time <laughs> As time would go and I would go out, like, to, like, grocery stores or whatever for my mom every week or whatever, I wouldn't look at people's bodies. I would just, like, look at their, like, 
it's amazing. Like you, I remember before quarantine, I would constantly look at people's bodies and measure myself up to people because yeah. bitch, I'm big. I'm like six foot fucking 300 and whatever pound. I'm a big bitch. Um, and I would constantly like measure myself up to people and be like, oh my God, I'm fat. But like now I don't even do it anymore. It's crazy. Yeah. I feel like now that we've had so much time with ourselves, mm-hmm. I don't like we. I don't even look at other people. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. And like the people, I what really helps is that yeah. you can't see people's faces. Girl, I feel like so much. A lot of times, I wouldn't even compare bodies. I would. Well, I would, but I would compare faces. Mm-hmm. Now that I can't see people's faces, I really don't care about other people. Right. 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 It's so great. And like even like the people <laughs> I admire, I remember I girl katie knows i went into this whole episode for a good three months over sharon stone oh i did am i proud of it yes am i kind of ashamed also yes but i went into an episode um it was really something it was really something and i remember watching (laughs) basic instinct for the first time last year and it wasn't her body and like her vagina lip that made me gag it was her literal personality like the fact that she owned that room in front of 10 guys and manipulated them to the point where they believe that she wasn't the killer, even though all roads pointed to Rome. Like, what? That's ingenious. Is it psychotic? Yes, but I'm living. I was lit. I fell in love. I fell in love. Like, love that. And it's not her body, it's her energy that I like fell in love with. And that is yeah. so. Because people would normally think, oh, my God, when you're watching Sharon Stone, oh, my God, it's her body, she's sexy or whatever. Bitch, it's the way she carries herself. Bitch, it's her fucking personality, dude. Like, Exactly. It's the, it isn't that you're envious. It isn't that you want to, like, look like her. Right. It's just, like, you stand. I stand, and I want that energy. I don't need the body. I yeah. want that energy, because I know with that energy, exactly. I could be whoever I need to be, dude. Like. Yes, God. Right. So I was like, I'm living. Um, but back to boundaries. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say that one thing about, uh, I, I don't know if it's a boundary, but, like, one thing that I'm horrible at, mm. um, you know, if someone gives me a compliment about my physical appearance, mm-hmm. or, you know, if I get a nice comment on an Insta post, mm-hmm. that's fine. However, I am really bad at taking a compliment on something I made. Yes! Yes. Like, um, if I, like, in college, anybody would compliment me on my writing. Yes. I would be like, oh, like, like, I just, like, you know, threw it together. It's awful. Like, I hate it. Right. And I, and I knew that wasn't true in my mind. I knew, like, no, I stayed up all night and I, like, literally, and I know it's good. Right. But I would say that because I was, like, too worried. I don't... I'm like like such an asshole. I'm gonna sound like such an asshole right now, but I didn't want to make other people feel bad. Uh -uh. (laughs) Like like to sound like I was showing off. Like, oh my god, I work so hard on this, and like no, you know what? I also didn't. You know what? You would. I also didn't want to say I I work so hard on it because if they did think it was shitty, I didn't. (laughs) I didn't want to be like I work so hard. Uh -uh. This is terrible. (laughs) And you know what's funny though? You would constantly, you would constantly do it to me and Nicole, or more me than Nicole. I'd be like, I'm dying. You're like, oh my god, me too. No, bitch, you got an A plus on your paper. I don't want that I was that kid in high school that that was like, I I like we'd all have a test and everyone was like, oh my god, I did so bad. I'm like, yeah, me too. And I was like, oh my god, every question. You got an eight and nine. You're fine. 
Oh, oh my, my god, god, in high school, I thought like I, I thought a ninety was a bad grade. Girl, I thought a D was a bad grade. <laughs> <laughs> I was still kind of that kid in college. I was like, girl, oh my god, if I don't get over a ninety, like I failed. Yeah, girl, I can tell you right now, you were that kid in college. <laughs> I was like, if I get a C, oh my God. I'm freaking thriving. Do you remember, do you remember when I, I first took that class with Broussard? Was I friends with you? Yes, I yes. I took a class with Broussard and I got a C and I, I cried. Yes. Or like, no, you told like, me about like, it. You told me about it. No, I didn't get a C. I got a B You got a B minus. And I almost cried. And I talked to Ryan Calamia and he was like, um, shout out Ryan if you're listening. Yeah. And he was, and I was just like, oh my God, like. I'm taking Broussard and, and I like I'm freaking out like I got a B minus and he was like well did you like go to her office and talk about it and I was like no and he was like you just wrote it and I was like yeah you just wrote and he was it like, and you got a B <laughs> I was like yeah. yeah that's horrible and he was just like that's really good and I was like oh my god I was like hold on your standards for yourself is so high and then, you know what I love too is now that we're in the space where we're working now you know that none of that shit actually mattered <laughs> But I still do it. Like, my mom tells me all the time. She's like, Katie, you are so hard on yourself. Like, why? And I'm like, because I'll I'll be so scared to ask a question or I'll think, like, I, because a girl, both, both Reeve and I are now working gals. We have jobs. Jobs. We have J-O-Bs. Because, shockingly enough to all of you, this podcast don't make us a single coin. Nothing. Um, (laughs) Let me affirm that. (laughs) And I just started this job, like, almost a month ago. And after two weeks, I expected myself to be an expert. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I, just why am I making mistakes? And my mom was just like, Katie, you've been doing this job for two weeks. <laughs> what are you doing? Girl. I was like, I know, but. <laughs> I know. And, the, and, like, the thing is, too, is just, like, I'm, so I started a new job this week. And basically, it feels like. It feels like I didn't have all the tools to start the job. I'm just, like, starting it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the first time that I've actually been, like, in control of something. Like, I have to handle a social media page. So I'm, like, literally, like, working by myself, basically trying to revamp this page. And I'm, like, I don't know where to start. And I don't know where to finish. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what's going on. And, like, I'm constantly telling my mom and I'm telling, like, my bosses, hey, if I make a mistake, please tell me. Because this is my first time actually being yes. by myself. And it, oh my God, it, girl, and I'm constantly so hard on myself, especially when I'm working on a project or if I'm creating something, it takes me eons to even just pick out a color because I, I think everything looks bad. I think everything yeah. looks bad. And then I show them, they're like, oh my God. I'm like, well, I didn't think that way. I think it could have been better. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. We're just so hard on ourselves. And then we just, we're coming out of the game already expecting ourselves to fail. And it's just like, why is that? Like... No, and a, a, another boundary too is it's sort of like in conjunction with asking for help, mm-hmm. is not being afraid to make mistakes. Yes, yes. Now we're getting because, down into it. Yes, because well, failure I feel like is everybody's like right. It's in everybody's top five fears. Top five fail. It goes failure. for me. It's like rejection and then failure. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and I feel like failure and rejection almost go hand in hand because then you you failed at acceptance. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know? not. I'm literally mummified. I'm mummified. I'm mummified. She said like, you failed. This. Shit. You failed at getting accepted. Ah, you failed at getting accepted. Um. <laughs> like it's your fault. You fucked it you up. You fucked it up. Yeah. Girl. So at this new job, there were times where I like 
genuinely made a mistake mm-hmm. and it wasn't my fault right like, there were some, like there are just some things you don't know that you should ask about right. like you think you just know what to do and so you just do it right. and then everyone's like no 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 and i am now really like i'm really now i'm really not afraid to make a mistake right <laughs> like, right now i'm just like you know what I fucking did it. This is how I think it should go. And if it's wrong, someone will tell me. Girl, it's wrong. Someone (laughs) will definitely tell me. They'll let me know. (laughs) Girl. And that's another thing I've learned, too. Like, if you make a mistake, girl, someone will let you know. (laughs) Did you you hear my microphone fall? (laughs) My microphone took a nose back just now. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, but, like, if you make a mistake, girl, someone will definitely let you know. Girl, they'll be on your ass like grass. Um. And it's not the end of the world. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I think that me making one mistake is going to get me fired. Right. Like. Uh, and it's like, girl. Yes. No, it's not. Right. <laughs> oh, and there's another down. thing, um, too, that I locked. I love. Um, and you do this quite a lot. Um. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. You do this quite a lot. Um, another boundary, <laughs> another sample boundary is asking for space when you need it. Oh. Bitch. And. <laughs> If you know nothing, if you learn nothing else about this podcast, you will learn that Katie is space. She is NASA. Okay? <laughs> she is NASA. Or no, I'm NASA. I am that Ariana Grande song. No, or I'm NASA and she's space. <laughs> yeah. Like. And you're, and you're trying to invade me. <laughs> but no, it's been a serious learning curve in our friendship. It's been a serious, because like I'm used to friendships where it's like, um, like, no matter how I'm feeling or the other person's feeling, we'll just talk to each other. Or, like, even if I'm down or if she's down or if she's just not available or I'm not available or the person's not available, I'm not available, we'll still talk to each other. Like, whenever or whatever. But I've learned in this relationship, girl, when Katie is feeling not to her speed, bitch, <laughs> get the fuck away. Nicely. <laughs> With kindness. Uh <laughs> Um, and, and it's been a learning curve for me because like, like I said, I've never been in this relationship where you set boundaries with somebody like that. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm like learning how to respect them or I'm respecting them, but I'm also learning that like, okay, just because she set a boundary, because just because she doesn't want to talk to you right now does not mean she's a bitch or she, that does not mean she doesn't love you. She is literally sick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> girl. Um, or... Even with me, I remember we had, like, a tiff. Of, we had, like, one, like, small fight about something. And I had to ask you... I had to, like, ask you to talk about it. And that was the first time that I ever, like, said, oh, I'm uncomfortable with something. And I felt... Oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, and I felt extremely nervous. And, like, there was butterflies in my stomach because I've literally... Before that moment, I had never spoken up for myself at all. Like, if someone had just done shit to me, I would have just been, like, okay, unless... You leave me out in the snow for 40 minutes, then I'm going to, like, post the fuck up and... <laughs> That'd be a great story time podcast. Right! Oh, my God, we should do story times. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, that was the first time that I ever, like, kind of, like, spoken up for myself if I felt uncomfortable about something. And it was such a great conversation, girl, we did it. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, the first time I actually had, like, a healthy discussion with someone about my feelings and how, like, upset I was or whatever. And... Yeah, I was just so, like, flabbergasted that it was, like, so healthy. I was like, I'm expecting a fight. I'm expecting mind games. I'm expecting manipulation. Nothing happened of the sort. Literally. Yeah. It could not be smoother. It was like... I remember that. And that was such, like, a little thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And not, like, little to you, obviously. Right. Like, like, your feelings are valid. Right. But it, it happened so, like, quickly. Right. Because not only was it a lesson 
like for you to speak up for yourself mm-hmm. i'm really glad you did right and it was also a lesson for me to like not get defensive over something right to like you know because sometimes i can i can do that mm-hmm. like like if i'm with like talking to my brother or whatever right. and we argue and i get really defensive mm-hmm. but that like that like in that moment i was just like okay i did like i did screw up mm-hmm. and it's just like and it's just say you're sorry right. and like <laughs> and acknowledge what you did and move on it was like such a quick little thing right and then and there's another lesson to that too it's just like sometimes when like there is that moment where you're having a healing session and because I, I wouldn't call it a fight it's just kind of like a healing session where you're both kind of like yeah. yeah it was just it was a discussion about a thing right that happened right and like there is like there's a it's important to like also f- it's a, as just as important as it is to forgive it's also important to like forgive and forget kind of like if you're really forgiven about something like it should just kind of be like oh you just let it go right yeah. And I think I've also gotten to problems where I've done something personally to somebody and they felt really, really upset about it and stuff. And then we would do the figure and the forget. And I'm not saying like I'm totally validating that person's feelings and everything like that. Like, yeah, I hurt your feelings, girl. Feel your feelings. But then that person would constantly bring it back up into conversation. And I'm just like, okay. I'm not trying to invalidate your feelings, <laughs> but I thought we had a forgive and forget kind of moment. I don't know <laughs> where to go from here right. and what else to say. Um, I'm a, like, if your apology has truly been accepted, right? That you almost forget you you forget that it happened. Yeah, literally. Like, like when you brought that up, I was just like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, I remember that little conversation that we had about that. Literally. But like, I don't think about it every day. I like it does not impact us to this literally before literally before the 40 minute mark (laughs) on us talking i totally forgot about it and then it kind of brought us back in our heads but like yeah like like if you're really forgiven about or you're really like forgiving something about it like or someone about something like girl let it go and let god let it go and let god yeah and i'm not saying this because you should let go but like you know like it's not healthy for you to percolate on that like, if it's something that is sort of inexcusable, right. like, just, you know, horrible, mm-hmm. and you really think about it and it really bothers you, stop being friends with that person. Right. Like, if it's, you know, something that bothers you about that person every single time you see them, mm-hmm. just cut, cut it. it. <laughs> like, cut it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, pull the plug pull on the it. Pull the plug. <laughs> just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, don't keep being friends with someone if they did something to you that really bothered right. you. Right. Even if it's something that seems so little to the other person, if it really bothered you that much, like, that much. Girl. Like, just leave. Just leave. <laughs> Get that, not that head in that bed or something. <laughs> leave. I don't know. <laughs> Get that brain. Get that head. head. And leave. <laughs> leave. Peace <laughs> out. out. Yeah. And head as in pieces of bread, um, bakery. <laughs> not the, Is that not the, not the latter. Um, no, no, no. But yeah, so uh, yeah, another one that I saw or I wrote down is, um, let's see, um, like protecting your time. Don't overcommit to stuff or to other people. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. And Vanessa's in the other room right now learning her lesson and she still hasn't learned it yet. But like balance is so important, especially yeah. in relationships and and this kind of goes hand in hand with like having space and, you mm-hmm. know, having your own free time. 
And I've also learned or noticed that, like, it's so hard to find that in, like, the real world. Because even in school, it was, like, kind of easy to find that. But, like, when you're working a 9-to-5 job, you literally get up, go to work. You don't stop work until 5 p.m. And then you have to find it maybe within, like, I don't know, (laughs) an hour. And then you're going to bed again. And then you wake up again. And it's like, okay, well, where do I find my own space, you know? And it's like, the fuck? Yeah, it's like, when am I supposed to do stuff that I'm supposed to do? Right. Just in, like, life. Right. Like, like, what? When am I supposed to be, like, free or do, like, and I can't even imagine, no. I can't imagine working at, like, an actual office because I'm already tired of working in my house. I can't imagine going to an office every day and then having to travel back and forth. And I literally talked to my mom about it. I was like, I now understand why every time we would come home when I was little, she would, like, literally knock out. Like, yeah. it's taxing trying to find your own space, your own time, and, like, trying not to overcommit to things or overdo things i mean i think about my mom Mm -hmm. a lot of the time like when my brother and i were in high school Mm -hmm. and my parents like got divorced my mom had to basically i mean we weren't kids like we weren't young young like we could sort of we were Mm self-sufficient but we were still kids and she would she had like a 45 minute to an hour commute to work every single day she works a nine to five yeah and and she would come home make dinner Mm -hmm. do the dishes and go to bed yeah and she woke up at like 5 a.m every single day yeah like i was just like how on earth did she do that? I just don't. I yeah. I don't know. In the middle of getting a divorce, yes. Like, and like on the weekends, she'd have to like yeah. go to her divorce lawyer. God, Jesus Christ! Like and like fight and like fight my father. Yeah. For hi Patrick. Like her rights. Yeah. Hi Dad. Hi, Dad. <laughs> like, how, how does it feel paying for a house you don't live in? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, how, like, yeah, like, what, girl, like. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> it's, and it's really hard to, like, find the balance. Right. In college, I will have to say, because we, I didn't work, like, I mean, I worked on campus. It was, like, you know, I made my own hours. It was not a nine to five. I worked, like, two hours a day. Right. And, um, but, girl, this whole, this one specific boundary I made is a lovely combo of saying no, having my own space, and, um, like, not overcommitting my time. Right. Because so many times people be like, Katie, do you want to, like, go to this party? Yeah. Katie, do you want to go out to this thing? We're going to be out till 3 a.m. Katie, do you want to come, um, do you want to come to, like, levels with us? Yeah. Do you want to go here? And I'm like, no. no. Right. <laughs> don't want to go. Right. I don't want to go. And they're like, even after I turned 21, Katie, do you want to go to Levels? Katie, do you want to go out to the bar? Katie, do you want to go here? No. No. No, I don't. No, I don't. And then, and you know what gets me <laughs> fucked up about those things, too? Is people don't think, if you're not, like, getting fucked up on alcohol, you can't have fun. That's what people literally think. Like. It's so funny to me, because I've, I literally told everyone I met, I can't get drunk. I take medication. Right. I can't get drunk. I take medication. I can only have like one or two drinks. I can't take medication. Right. And every time, every time you go out to a bar or a club, everybody's drunk. Yeah. And being the only sober person in a group of drunks is probably the. It's, it's the worst thing. I can't think of a worse experience. It is the worst experience <laughs> of my entire life. 
It's the worst thing. And I'm constantly, okay. And with me, I don't take any medications, but like when I'm drunk, I'm, I want to go to bed. Party over. <laughs> I, that is the, so true. I get the adverse <laughs> effect. Like I'm literally like, let's go to sleep. <laughs> We're sleeping now. As soon as Reva feels it, like gets drunk, she has maybe a 20 minute window before she falls asleep. <laughs> If I get drunk, like, high, like she has to move quickly. We, we have to move. <laughs> if I'm getting drunk or high, you have 20 minutes to give me from wherever I am standing to my bed. I don't care if that's five miles, five minutes, or 50 miles. You have 20 yep. minutes. <laughs> Think fast. It's the amazing race. Let's go. <laughs> Clocks are twice. right now. <laughs> it's the amazing race, bitch. Okay. Yeah. So like, exactly. yeah. So I usually don't drink. Like I'm. I, Girl, I can have a good freaking time sober as heck on my own. But, like, it is so terrible being the only person who's sober in a group because everybody uses you as the mother. Sorry, my presence is not, an, like, a, you know, like, I don't know. My presence is not, like, um, a, a reason for you to get drunk. Like, you know, like, yeah. girl, like, just because I'm sober doesn't mean you have to use me in order to get your sorry, broke, drunk ass home every night. No. I'm out here trying to have a good time, too. Like, get the hell. Right. Yeah, no. And and I knew that as soon as I told people that I can't have too, that many drinks, I can only have one or two drinks, mm-hmm. and that's the end of it, I knew that they would make me drive them every Right. Night. Like, oh, well, Katie can't drink, so she can drive. Right. And that was not happening. Right. Thankfully, um, Nicole. 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 Every time, every time I, I reflect on our college experience, I thank God for Nicole Lord. more and more every single day. I thank God for Nicole in that Impala. That, <laughs> that beautiful Impala. Let's go, Scout. Is his name Scout? Or what was it? Scout. Well, 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 Scout is no more. Oh, no. Scout is no more. God damn. I know. He was a trooper. Rest in peace, Scout. Rest in peace, Nicole's, Scout. Um, you did it. Nicole's chunky yet funky Chevy <laughs> The amount of space that was in that car was everything. It was everything. Yeah. It was legendary. Nicole was willing to drive anybody yes. anywhere. Yes. She and and she did it with a smile on her face. She was like, I'll drive. I'll drive. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I remember, I, you know what? I remember me, it was either me and Jess or me, Jess, and Ajane or somebody. It was like the three of us who went to Levels and I think either, I think Jess, I think Jess had scheduled, or our friend Jess, had scheduled, like, <laughs> Nicole to come and pick us up, like, afterwards, and it was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and she had picked us up, and I was like, oh my, Nicole, and it was, like, 19 degree weather, it was, like, I don't know, below zero, and I was like, Nicole, what are you doing out here at 2 o'clock in the morning? And she was like, what are you doing out here? And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> conversation over, okay, you got me on that one. Touche. 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 <laughs> got it. But Nicole, Nicole was, she was, she was comfortable doing that. And that was a boundary that she had. She was just like, like, if you need a ride, I'm the girl that you can call and and I will pick you up. Right. Call me at two o'clock in the morning. I am not answering the phone, bitch. My melatonin just kicked in. You are not getting me tonight. (laughs) Oh my God. Nicole used to always tell me, she was like, every time I would come home late, I never turned the lights on and I like got ready for bed in the dark because I knew that you had so much trouble falling asleep and you took your melatonin and it finally worked. And so I, I am so, <laughs> and that's the thing too. I, I don't know why, but Katie gives off a, dis- a disposition where like, if you, 
it's really scary. I don't know if I could ever break a brownie with you. Like, it's really scary. I don't even think about it. I'm like, yeah, no, we can't. Like, even, what was it? It was, like, literally yesterday I was working and I was really tired. I called everybody in my phone but her because I knew she was going to say no. Like, I knew. <laughs> like, I knew. But but I'm so honest with you. Even when you called me the other day at, like, 9 p.m., I was, I literally, you answered and I was like, girl, I was this close to not answering the phone. <laughs> yes. It's not answering the phone. I was just like, literally, when you called me and I saw that you were calling me, and I was like, I really should answer it, but I have to go to bed in thirty minutes. <laughs> and, and and my mom was just like, that is so rude, answer the phone. <laughs> I was just like, I oh, right. and literally, I don't know why, but like every time I call her, I always have a feeling she ain't gonna answer this phone. She, I don't care what time it is, she ain't gonna answer the phone. And then when she does, I'm like, wow, you actually answered it. What? Wow, look at that. I keep expectations real low. Real low. So that when I, so, so, that, so that when I do something, people are like, oh, girl. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is a breakthrough. <laughs> girl. And it's not that I don't like talking to you. I love talking to you. Clearly, we've been talking about one thing for the past hour. <laughs> um, but uh, I just, there are just some things that I'm so stubborn about. Like, yeah. No, and I feel that too. Like, cause why. like. I, I feel like it could be literally, like, every, it could literally be any other friend. I'll be Bill and say, it could be any other friend. I'll, like, look at them calling at me and be like, do I really want to talk to them right fucking now? <laughs> if you're calling me, I pick up that phone so fast. Hi, what's up? What do you need? I, ugh. if it's literally every, any other person, I'm like, do you really need to speak right now? Especially if it's, like, late at night or, like, or if I'm, like, in the middle of, like, watching a movie or if I'm in my zone where I'm just, like, at peace, I'm like, I don't need, I don't need anybody rocking my peace set right now. Yes. But luckily, I have friends who, like, we don't call. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because I've set that up or other people have. But, like, yeah. sometimes I just don't call or text my friends for a really long time because I forget or I just, yeah, I just forget. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's something um, with the phone. You're you're the only person that I talk on the phone with. Like, like I'm not joking. It is just you. Wow. Like, I don't talk to you anybody else on the phone girl like maddie who we've been friends for almost 10 years we figured that out the other day and then i almost cried ten, 10 years next year next year it'll be 10 years since our freshman year of high school Jeez. isn't that disgusting oh my god isn't that horrible oh my god it will be 10 years yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> Next year, it'll be 10 years since we started high school. Yeah. So, Girl. Madeline, who I've been friends with for an almost 10 years. Right. Um, never spoken with her. I've spoken with her on the phone once in our whole friendship. Mm-hmm. And it was because she had just broken up with her boyfriend. And she, um, our junior year of high school, she had a piece of shit boyfriend that I had been telling her to break up with for like, three months Mm -hmm. and she finally did Mm -hmm. it and she called me right after to tell me (laughs) and and tell me how the whole thing went down she's like oh my god but you know what i would like to i would like to mention something right now the amount of energy she had in that phone call we have every time we talk to each other i would like (laughs) that's the only reason why (laughs) we the amount of energy it takes for me to talk to katie is like it's a lot but at the same time, I can't talk to her in any other way. Like, I can't text her because I have to use all of myself to talk to her. Not in a way that's toxic. When we talk on the phone, when we talk on the phone, it's like, it's like exercising. It's exercising. 
I literally, it's my melatonin. It's my melatonin. Like, I, after talking on the phone with you, I'm zoinked. I'm zoinked. We talk with such passion and fervor. Yes, that we don't even notice is happening until the end. We're like, at the end of the phone call, we both know it's going to end. And we're both, like, in a a catatonic phase where we're like, hey, are you tired? (laughs) (laughs) And then the other person's like, girl, how did you know? (laughs) Like, we're really catatonic. That's part of the reason, that's part of the reason why I only answer you at certain times of the day, because I know that I'm going to be on the phone with you for three hours. (laughs) Sometimes I don't have three hours to spare. And, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, it's, like, 30 minutes, I have to go get, like, my nails done, and Reva's calling me. I can't answer because... (laughs) I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> and I know that we're on the phone. Every time we talk to each other, it's gonna be at least at least a two hour experience. Yes. And like and the thing too is like time goes by so fast I don't even notice. I look at my phone, it says two hours. Mm-hmm. I said, What? It's like a freaking time it's warp. It's a time every warp time every time we talk to each other. Every time. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. But I wanna put it out there. Because I know that everyone listening is going to be like, wow, Katie is a bitch. I, okay. Okay. Let, I'm going to defend myself right the fuck now. Every time, every time that Reva calls me at a weird time, if it's like nighttime, I'm like, hello. Hi. Hi. Um, or sometimes, or Reva now will text me and be like, and be like I have something to say. <laughs> Can you get on the phone? <laughs> and I'll be like, yes or no. Um. Like, call me later. Or, yeah, I'm good. Um, but if she's calling me at a weird time and I don't answer the phone, I will text her Im- normally immediately. Immediately, and yeah. be like, and be like, I can't talk right now, but are you okay? Because <laughs> sometimes I get scared that you're calling me because of an emergency. <laughs> like, oh like, like somebody died or, like, you got hurt Girl, or like something happened. I have... And I'm like, oh, my God. What if I, like, missed her telling me that she's, like, like at the hospital? <laughs> I have subconsciously cried wolf with you literally every time I call you because I call you like literally I just call you sometimes at the randomest moments and literally I like I can feel you being like I can't talk to you but I need you to tell me if it's okay like yes. oh my god oh my god like girl oh my god I don't even know like girl sometimes I just get energy from a from a phone call from you I'm like She's calling me because something is happening, and I don't know if it's good or bad. Oh my god! So I'm gonna text to confirm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There was that. I was thinking. I was just thinking. Now I had a thought, and then I lost it, and I regained it. Um, there was that one time where our phones called each other, like literally like two weeks ago, and I was that like, "That was so weird. so weird." I was sitting in my bed. It was ten o'clock, and I got a call. I got my phone was ringing, and Katie's face was on my phone, and I was like. Girl, I, I literally went like this. No clock on my hand, but I looked at my fake clock and I was like, it's 10.15. And I'd never call you. Yes. You always call you all, me. Girl, if, if you were looking at this, like, if you were looking at this, like, relationship from a surface level, it would look toxic. But I swear it's not. <laughs> People are going to think I'm a bitch, Reva. It would look, it, it looks one-sided, but you know what? It might be. I don't know, but it doesn't feel that way. Um, well, you're just, you're always the one to call. Like, right. Calling is not my forte. Right. Calling is a new experience and a friendship for me. Right. And usually you're calling me with some tea and I have no tea <laughs> going on. 
Oh my god. And either way, we have these once a week little podcast recording sessions, and if I've got tea, I'll tell you. Well, and that's the thing. This helps so much because literally we talk for like a good hour and a half to two hours before we even do the podcast just to get everything out, and then we'll do the podcast, and then we'll like maybe talk for like an hour after that, and then we're like, we're good. (laughs) But like, oh my god. There was that one time where our phones called each other, and we didn't know why. That was so Because I didn't dial her number, and she didn't dial me, but our phones really synced and called each other. Your phone said I was calling you. My phone said that you were calling. Yeah, me. I was like, it literally. It was just like a call from Reba literally because your name is your name is Reba Petitchip <laughs> in my phone. I was just and like, I was like, oh, it's like, a call from goddamn Burgos oh. because that's your name in my phone. <laughs> 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 that's your name in my phone. And then I picked up the phone. And I was like, hey, Katie, and you were like, hey, Reba. I was like, you're calling me, and it's really late. This is. This is just, this is big for you. And you were like, you were calling me. And I was like, oh, girl. Because <laughs> because you answered, the, you answered their phone and you were like, hello. And I was like, hello, bitch, you called me. <laughs> I was like, girl, you called me. And then we were like, oh, this is a toilet zone. <laughs> and then we had, and then we had a three hour phone call. And then we had a three hour phone call, like as we should. Little did we know we had things to say. Li- <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Little did we know. But like, girl, oh my God. Um. <laughs> Yeah, girl. But going back to boundaries. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what was another boundary? I guess we can share. We can just do one more. Um, let's see. Um, oh, once. Okay, so like the last one is it says, um, and another example of having a boundary is drop the 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 guilt and responsibility for others. And this one, yeah resonates with me so fucking much because um currently one of my other friends is in a situation where she is uh dating someone that i do not like (laughs) um the situation is hopefully hopefully she's not listening to this hopefully (laughs) i'm gonna be real honest um Well, we've had this experience for the past three years. And originally, I egged her on. So, like, originally, I was like, oh, my God, go for it. Oh, my God, this would be so, like, taboo and, like, really exotic. But then as soon as they kissed, I was like, okay, this is bad. Um, It's one of those relationships where it's like, oh, no. (laughs) This is is for my inner fantasy only, and it should stay right there. (laughs) That's exactly where it should stay. That's exactly where it (laughs) should It lives and dies in your In mind. my mind. <laughs> and it shouldn't yeah. it shouldn't even be like a like a like a steady thought. No, quick thought. <laughs> it should like live and die in a minute. That's so yeah. Um so yeah, she's been in this relationship for like about three or four years now and to her I've literally seemed like I'm like psychotic because I've been kinda like teeter tottering between being a friend to her and then being a best friend, like saying Cause she would ask for advice, but then every time I would give her advice or like my true opinion on it, it seems like she'd be really upset or like not take it or like be like, oh, well, like you're judging me. And I'm like, I'm not judging you. I just really want the best for you. And I don't think he's the best for you. I really don't. Um, well, and she would ask for, ask for your opinion and you gave it to her. Right. And so, yeah. And then I would feel guilty, you know, about the fact that I was the one who kind of like egged her on in the beginning. But then I realized to myself, first of all, I mean, I, yes, I might have egged her on, but girl, we were like 18. Second of all, she chose to, you know, continue the relationship. That's not me. That's her. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. her relationship. I don't know them like that. 
I or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the man like that, and I don't obviously have sex with him or love him like that. So why am I like into it so hard? You know, um, like why do I have to take people's problems on and make it my own? You know, or take their responsibility yeah. and like whatever. Um, and when I figured that out, strangely enough, being in this relationship with you, I figured that out, and I was like, girl, I should have figured this out at least ten years ago. Why have <laughs> why am I girl? Like, ugh, because like I remember one time she called me up about it, and she was and I I called her because she called me um earlier that day and she wanted to tell me something, but then um she didn't answer because she had messaged me and I, and I called her back and then she didn't call me. And so I, I went on with my day, like, nothing happened. Uh, and I totally forgot about it. I was watching anime when she actually finally called me back. And she was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, girl, I'm watching anime. What are you, what's up? <laughs> and she was telling me the whole story and whatever, whatever, or, like, all updates. And then she was just like, girl, you okay? I was like, girl, I'm fine. I was watching anime. Like, and she was like, wow, you seem, like, really, like, strangely enough cool with this. I'm like, yeah, because it's not about me. <laughs> so, it's not my it's problem. <laughs> I do not spend my time and all of my days, like, you know, thinking about it. So, <laughs> girl, it's not about me. Um, and so, like, that was so big for me because I'm just like, why why do I spend my days thinking about things and stuff that literally doesn't involve me at all? Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like something that goes hand in hand with that is a lot of the time, like, like we'll take on other people's problems Mm -hmm. but we'll also like set either unrealistic or high expectations of other people and then when we don't meet them we're disappointed and it's like okay well if they didn't know of these right expectations or responsibilities that we had just created for these people in our minds um they can't disappoint us because it's unfair like a lot of the time you know, not a lot of the time, but there were some times where I expected people to, like, come through in this moment. Or there's kind of like the situation with with your friend who's, you know, continuously making decisions that you don't agree right. with. And, like, they're not seeing mm-hmm. it. And you're like, why? And it's like, well, girl, you can't have these expectations of them because right. they're not you. Right, like, right. Like, 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 you have to let them, like do stuff right, and on their own because yeah. they have they have different minds right. and sometimes you just have to let it go because it's not your fucking <laughs> like it literally is not i'm not yeah um like it's not your life and yeah. you can only do so much to like you can't force anybody t- t- to do what you think they should right do. exactly like that's not gonna happen. it's not gonna happen it's like you can take a horse to water but you can't make it you can't make a drink girl you you can show people all the different things that they should be doing instead of what they are doing. Girl, I said... You can't actually make them do any girl, of it. Girl, you could put makeup, hair... You could put makeup, hair, and outfits on a drag queen, but you can't make them lip sync. Girl, <laughs> they're gonna do what they're gonna do. <laughs> exactly. You can get them on that on the, on the stage of RuPaul's Drag Race, and guess what? Will they lip sync, girl? That's not up to you. That's up to them. <laughs> and sometimes they'll still be shit. And that's what I'm saying. They'll sometimes still be shit. they're still shit. Girl, that's what I'm saying. Like... <laughs> and that was like the thing I figured out I was like no matter what I tell you you're gonna do whatever you're gonna do and I gotta be okay with that because you are not me and I am not you so yeah (laughs) like perfect I have a perfect example yes kind of like your friend Mm. we also had a 
colleague. <laughs> not a colleague. <laughs> <laughs> not the colleague. We had a acquaintance. Acquaintance. Um, whomst I shared living quarters with. Not. Th- okay. <laughs> not that. Okay. Um, who would continuously make bad choices? Yes. <laughs> and when it came to a certain individual. Yes. Or several. Or several. <laughs> and, um, sometimes at the same time. Oh my god! And um, and she would try to like talk to me about mm-hmm. it, and I just I made it very clear that I did not care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she would talk to us about I'm talking to this person. I'm talking to this person. He said this to me. He said that to me. What should I say? I said this, and I'm like. Okay. And I have a question about that. Like, how do you make it so, like, you care about your friend, but also you don't want to hear anything they have to say about their stuff? Like, I don't want to seem inconsiderate, but at the same time, they constantly talk to you about the same problem that they're having over and over with the person. And it's like, yeah. dude, you know what's going to happen. It keeps happening. Why do you keep coming to me? I'm going to tell you the same thing. Over and over again, this is like insanity. We're repeating the same thing, expecting a different result. Like, yeah, we we both tried to give this this colleague advice. Yes, and and this colleague continued to not give a rat's ass about what we had to yes. say. Therefore, therefore, she would continue to come to us, and I'd be like, "That's so wonderful, girl. That's great. That's great." Oh, uh, <laughs> Even, like, if this person would, like, come to me and ask me how she looks in an outfit, I'd be like, she would literally just, like, intrude. Come into my room and be like, do I look cute? And I'm like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I would literally turn around yes, and walk away. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I finally understood colleague. I got it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this certain colleague. Yes. And then she would just, yeah, she just have multiple. And you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the difference between Katie and I at the time. Katie was already two steps ahead in her self-love journey where she was like, I don't care. Get out of my face. <laughs> tell me why I, she would tell me this colleague would tell me and literally get me or not get me, but I would be twice as mad at the person that she was talking about. And then I would be like in her corner being like, okay, let's get a blah, 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 blah. I quickly learned, bitch, it's not your situation. Why are you all in it to win it like that? Like, <laughs> Why? You have to let people deal with things alone. Alone. (laughs) And I learned, tell me why Katie learned that the easy way and I learned it the freaking hard way. Freaking sorry. Anyway. I didn't learn it the easy way. Not really. I just learned it in high school. Uh Uh-uh. Where I had friends who I devoted a lot of time, energy, money. Yes. Into. And I would, and I, and then this the, like friends decided they didn't want to be friends with me anymore right. and i was like well that was a waste of my fucking time <laughs> yes and um now i feel like trash right so now i just sort of treat everyone not everyone but there's there's sort of an extra boundary boundary <laughs> um yes let's bring that it home i have right. To prevent, pre- prevent that from happening again. Because right. if I see, if I meet someone, now, I'm really good at seeing through people. Right. Like, clearly, you are not in this business to be really, really good friends. Exactly. Like, 
like we like I talk occasionally with you or whatever. There are some people like you, Maddie, Nicole, etc. Mm-hmm. That like you know it's we've sort of broken past right. all of that. But there are some people that never make it past the like we talk sometimes and that's right, it. <laughs> like, right thing. Gotta go, <laughs> right? Yeah, like l- literally, this colleague would be like, "Do I look cute?" I'd literally be like, "Yeah." No. Okay, I, I wouldn't even pee. look at her. I right. would just walk away. Right, exactly. And like, oh my and god, like, whatever. And that's why, yeah, girl. It, yeah, I don't. I don't tolerate anything. I don't tolerate anything anymore. I'm done. Goodbye. And then, and here's my point. The reason why y'all might think this is unrequited, but it is not, is because this bitch has literally seen me do everything under the sun, including pee myself. Yeah. That is not a joke. That's not a joke. She literally <laughs> saw me pee myself. And guess what? It's not an exaggeration. I was sober when I did it. <laughs> I and going. she didn't just pee herself a little no, bit. No. Like, I it peed. Was like, <laughs> it was like, she had a full... <laughs> had a I had a full <laughs> bag. I had a full bag of bladder waiting to be disconstructed. She had a full bladder. Yes. A full urethra. <laughs> and... Yes. It was like it was like Mount Vesuvius. It was literally Mount Vesuvius. Um <laughs> in the middle of a parking in lot. In the middle of a parking lot. Um Yeah. I told someone I liked them while high on Percocet in front of her. She was sitting there the entire time. Did she egg me? I up? also t- took you I also picked you up from the hospital. Yes. When they when they gave you the that like when you got the injury that caused you to take the yes. <laughs> <laughs> so not only oh girl and then you then took me out to dinner while I was high on Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> there have been so many times, girl. So I would like to just rebuttal. This is not unrequited. It's just we have very different love languages and how we express them. Yeah. And we're learning how to navigate those with each other. And it's like, wow. Whoa. I think the reason, too, that it works out is because when it comes to, you know, when it comes to you, mm-hmm. I'll I'll drive you somewhere. I'll buy you dinner. I'll buy you lunch. I don't care. Because I know that you're appreciative of the thing I'm doing. Like right. you're, you're, cause I know that you have that thing where you hate asking for help mm-hmm. and you don't want to be a charity case. So I'm just like, I know she's, I know she appreciates it. And I, I know she doesn't like me doing it, but, <laughs> Girl. but she doesn't have to ask. Like you, like you don't have to ask me. I'll just do it. Like, I don't care. And that was another thing too. Um, I think that was like the, f- like one of the first times where like someone would do those things. And I'm just like, Oh my God. The, the, like, it's interesting how the gift or like the ability to receive is also a boundary. That is so interesting yeah. to me that it's also wow, yeah. a boundary. And because I know that you don't expect me to do it. Like No, yeah. Like if you like girl, it was I mean, we were like pretty deep in friendship, mm-hmm. but that the first time because there was multiple times that you called me to pick you up from the hospital. <laughs> And that was after, and that was me sitting there like after forty minutes, especially the second time. I was like, I don't want to call this bitch. Take, take me up from the hospital again. Why? I literally, it was. I was sitting there for like forty minutes, and then I was like, I have literally no way of getting home at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, and 
but I don't know where the bus is. So I guess I'm just going to have to like bite my bullet and like do it. But it was, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's when people start to expect things from mm-hmm. me. Like people expect me to drop everything and pick them up anywhere. Right. People expect me to, um, you know, buy them, buy them lunch. Right. People expect me to do whatever. And it's like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Right. Um, but I love, um, I, okay. Question is a love language. Your love language is how you treat other people or how you like to be treated. It's both. So like, um, it's kind of like, yeah, your love language is just like what you are, how you show your love or how you treat people. And then like, it's also kind of like the same thing reverted back where it's like how you kind of want to be, what's the strongest attribute of someone, how you. You know, what do you want? How do you want your love to be shown and also received kind of thing? Yeah. Got Mm -hmm. it. So with that, I'm, I think I, I I took the test and this wasn't on it, but I'm convinced that gift giving is like one of my love. Oh no, it is. I love buying. I love buying shit for people. And she's so good at it. I I don't. It's like fucking Leslie, Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec. I'm like, God. Jeez, Louise. I love buying stuff for people. Even if it's just, like, if, like, if you see something at, like, BAM. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll buy it. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, no, gift giving is or, also lovely. Or y- y- you want it, you won't buy it, and then cut to, like, the next holiday where I have to get you a gift, and I buy Yes, it. and then she buys, <laughs> and then she buys it every time. Oh, my God. And then she buys it literally every time. Oh, my God. It, li- oh, my God. Anyway. um, Yeah, I would definitely say that's your love language is gift giving. It, that's where you seem to really thrive. <laughs> you really feel like your own. Also, I also love getting gifts because yeah, I am a I'm a Leo Venus. That's gonna be my excuse for everything. <laughs> Materialistic as fuck, <laughs> and she's not hiding it this time, sis. No, I think my I like love this. language is uh, physical touch, definitely, and quality time. Yeah, and I think see when I, when I took when I took the test, I got quality time. Yeah. I love just... But I love my alone time. I love being alone. Girl. So... I mean, I love being alone to a certain degree. Or I love being alone more than most people. I guess it's the Pisces. But, like, I also just love... Like, if I'm really into you, I want to spend as much time with you as possible because we could die. (laughs) I guess... I guess that's kind of where I'm at, too. It's just, like, I love my alone time. Mm -hmm. But if I really, really like you, I want to... I want to... And I want to spend time with you. That is like that is a like a a BFD as we say in my house a big fucking a deal. big fucking deal right and a, oh my god and then when we were at when we were at Marywood I think if we were not in class we were together literally or we if we were not in class or we weren't sleeping we were together. <laughs> she is not. Joking. She's not joking. Like, like from the minute that we met until we left, yes. like Marywood. Yeah. If we were not, literally, if we were not in class or sleeping, we were together (laughs) for everything. Like, it it was like, there's weird, like, gravitational (laughs) pull. And and I never got bored of you. I know. I never got bored of you ever. And maybe... At one point, I was expecting, I was like, am I... I have to get bored of her eventually. (laughs) Nope. Nope. That's what I'm saying, girl. And then it w- it got to a point where I hated being in class because I was like, I want to be with Katie and I don't want to be in class. <laughs> I hate class. I, I started to literally hate my entire class because I wasn't, because you were not in it. I was like, oh, 
I was like, it was probably a really good thing we never had class together because we wouldn't know. Oh, girl, I wouldn't have graduated. (laughs) (laughs) I barely graduated now, girl. I would have not. Like that one time, that one time I brought you to class with me. That was horrible. It wasn't horrible. It was really fun. But like the whole time, like we were just looking at each other every time somebody said anything. We were like, no, no, no. You know what happened? You know what happened? I can describe for you what exactly. I was looking at you like. Because she had. Well, because there was a situation. (laughs) Because Katie had a certain romantic inkling toward her uh, professor at the time. Did not act on it. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Did did not act on it. I will not say which professor it was, but she had a romantic inkling. You know, a little. If the professor, she, if the professor ever gets wind, he, he'll know right. He'll know right. She had, a, let's say, um, uh, in the words of Jack uh, Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean, she had a stirrings. She had a stirrings, and <laughs> she had a stirrings. Um. And I remember visiting, I remember shadowing her class with her that night, and I literally gave her, like, I gave her, like, a, oh, girl, it's on kind of look. <laughs> and I just was... It was on, like, Donkey Kong. It's on, like, that Donkey Kong. And I was staring at her the entire time. The entire time. <laughs> I was looking straight at her. I didn't look at the teacher. I didn't look at anybody else. And I, she knew, she could feel my eyes boiling into her, the side of her face. <laughs> and it was even, there was, a, there was an extra added level of flabgobliness because in this class the professor and her were wearing the exact same outfit except the fact that she I was gonna say yes. that there was like this weird little backstory to yes. this this could also be another story time oh, girl. of like this whole situation oh, girl. um but there was a whole thing about like how me and this professor were like the same person yes. just like like, like I was the girl version of him, and he was like the boy version. Right. Of him. Like, th- like that was the, th- th- that was the narrative. Right. So, when Reva came to class girl. with me, me and her literally had the same outfit on, and she was just like, "You, I think you were like, did you plan that?" And I was like, "Girl, no." <laughs> I was like, it was the Twilight Zone. I was like, "Does anyone yeah. else see what I'm seeing?" <laughs> It didn't help my situation, and it was so funny because you were not the only person who was just like you, like you and this professor. I almost said his name. Girl. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, girl. Uh, they're like, they're like, <laughs> they're like, uh, you and this professor, like, you like look the same. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm like yeah. They were we even had like, like, like our names were like variants of each literally. other. Literally, and names. they were wearing. Yeah, they were wearing the same asking the same outfit it was just one was in the feminine yeah. and the other one was in the masculine that was it yeah. and i was same colors girl, same same everything. literally same exact color i didn't even know you could get the hues right i didn't even know that could happen but it barely <laughs> can and i remember staring at her the entire time and i was like yep yeah, this is this is too not this is too good to not be mentally recorded in history in my memory there's this is too good that whole story oh. was the picture, the poster of boundaries. Oh my god! <laughs> or like over, oh yeah, overtly boundary, boundaryizing yourself to the point um, where it's like no. I was almost overstepping. <laughs> um. But, well, Reva would say that I was understepping. <laughs> severely understepping, girl. And oh, everyone would say that, even my own mother, girl. Who <laughs> was just like, and um, and the the professor had like there was just. 
boundaries layered on boundaries in that situation. <laughs> like if he maybe that if be a he story ever caught time. wind that you liked him, he's gonna be freaking Houdini because I. <laughs> If you didn't tell me, I would have never known. Or I don't think, yeah, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I was one of gajillions who had a crush on this professor. Because he was, he was really cute. He was really smart. He was young. Yeah. He was, um, he was li- a liberal, which doesn't. Girl. <laughs> Not um, in that town. He was smart. He was funny. Like, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he was, he was just really nice. Right. He was a really nice, like, funny mm-hmm. guy. And so everybody liked him. Right. Like, I think everybody had a, everybody had a crush mm-hmm. on the, this professor. And so I was just like, oh, I'm like, you know, one of a million. Every person had a crush on him. Right. Like, it was whatever. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Girl. <laughs> that, oh, my God. I remember I had... Okay. I, we're going to share. I, <laughs> I didn't go through something... I didn't realize I went through something similar in while we were in college until... COVID until quarantine and getting out of college. So I didn't realize that I had a teeny tiny, just a really small, like a st- even smaller than a stirrings. I was just like, I didn't realize it until I got out of college. I had a teeny tiny little crush on one of my professors. Is it? Wait. Do, do it again. Hold on. Do it again. I, mean... I think I know what it is. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> She has to write it down because I'm not getting the psychic link. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. What yeah, I okay. okay, great. Um, but he, okay, I guess physically we were not the same. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, he was really actually quite opposite. Quite opposite. Like I'm very tall, and he was quite under stature. Um, and he was like forty yeah. something. I don't even know. Um, yeah. But he was really... He was cute, though. He was. Girl, if he reminded... He, if he turned back time 25 years, and he turned... Uh, all of a sudden, he went from 40, 45 to suddenly 22. Girl, guess what? Mm-hmm. Um, but he was really... He was just such a great professor because, like, he made me see things in such a different way. And we had such deep conversations. But, like, at the time, I was like, first of all, I don't want to take it anywhere at all other than this because like yeah. I don't know why I mean physically I was not attracted to him but emotionally and spiritually I was um that's such a huge boundary yes that we came in contact with a couple of times yes where a student teacher relationship yes the the lines would get really blurry yes. and I was just like okay I understand that y'all are vibing right y'all are friends right. Or you're all friendly but this has to stay what it right, is. Right, exactly. And that's like, like, and that was like in my girl, that was literally in my head. I was like, girl, I don't want to, no, I don't want to be with that person. Like, I just want to, yeah. like, I would more rather want to be like friends with him outside of college than ever get into that view yeah. because I would, I think that would really, really taint anything. Um, and I would end up disappointed because I, I would know his feelings right away and I'm like, no, that's not happening. But I thought he was just really yeah. cool and very introspective, very spiritual, really deep too. Like we would have the best conversations. Like we would literally like sometimes if we was like by ourselves, we'd be talking about like life and art and stuff for like three hours. He was just a really cool guy. Um yeah. and he got me to thinking like he was also kind of like he was kind of different to the guys that I've ever liked in the past. Like I think 
in the past, like, or up until now, I had liked guys because of a surface level or because I thought they were cute or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he really made me yeah. think about, like, no, what do you want your person to be of substance? You know, what what personality? What do you want to talk about? Like, all the deep stuff. And he made me realize that. And I'm just like, because of him, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I actually want to be with someone like this where it's like we're having really deep discussions and we're really talking about things and, like, you know, like, we're really, like, vibing and gelling and, like, it, it's not only, like, a physical level, but we're, like, emotionally and spiritually really connected with each other, you know? Um, yeah. And he really made me realize that. So thank you to the guy, <laughs> to the man. <laughs> I shall not say his name, but if anybody was in school with me, y'all, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. This professor <laughs> yes. had an iconic moment in our friendship yes, he did. where he fully overstepped the boundary. Yes, he did. The boundary was crossed. Yes, he did. <laughs> or remember that one time we were he was at his car and he was with his student and we literally drove by him like 4,000 times. Now he's now he's oh going to know who I'm now girl, he's going to know exactly who I'm talking about if he ever listens to this. That shit was so funny. That was so that funny. Funny. That was funny. And we were like screaming at him. <laughs> Girl. Oh my God. We were screaming at him and we drove by. I don't know why, but we had it in a mood. We were just like listening to a really good ass playlist and we drove by his car and the student he was with at least four times. Girl. Yeah. And even with, <laughs> even at that point, he was not expecting it. He was getting in his car. We were like, ah! <laughs> and mind you, Reva had told me of this professor's existence about a week before we did yeah. that. So, so I barely know who he is, and I'm we're like shouting, shouting at him from my car. We're shouting his name at his at car. Him. Um, but he was so cool. Yeah, he was just like he literally changed my life. Like he was so cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I just realized I want to be with someone like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was it was a similar situation with me where it was just like I really enjoy, like this person's company. Yeah. Like, I just, you, like, you like talking mm-hmm. to them. Like, it, like, it, it, it gives you, you know, right. energy. Yes. Because it's, because, I mean, you're a little bit more extroverted than me, but we're both pretty introverted. Oh, girl. Don't let the, don't and, let the loud voices fool you. I am pretty introverted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, normally, when we're with people, it drains us of energy. Yes. It, like, um, it's a whole new situation when you're with someone and talking to mm-hmm. them. Like, makes you excited. Yes. Like, and gives you energy. Yes. That doesn't happen very yes. often. So when you meet someone, like, like me with you, or I hope the other way around. Right. Um, Girl. That when we talk to each other, we get, like, excited. Yes. And it brings us energy. Yes. Yes, I'm tired at the end, but I didn't want to stop talking right. to you the entire yes, time. Yes, literally. <laughs> like, it's not because we didn't want to stop talking to her. It's because we physically can't. <laughs> we physically can't anymore. Our bodies just shut literally down. Literally shut down. Um... And that was, yeah, and that was, like, I felt, like, the same thing that I had with you with him, where it was just, like, I, like, I could spend all day talking to him. He was so interesting, just so cool. Um, and we would talk about such, we would get so existential and deep into stuff. And then we also, we would talk about, like, our childhoods and our past and stuff. And we kind of, I mean, he had a very, very violent childhood, um, <laughs> especially in those beginning moments. Um, but we, I realized that we kind of went through the same experiences. It was a really great connection on that too. And he just taught me a lot of things about my profession too. And about my major. Um, and he was just such a cool person. Um, and I realized with that, I was like, I want to be with someone like that where I like really have that really deep connection with somebody. 
yeah. where I just can't stop. I don't want to stop talking to them and I don't want to stop connecting with them because they're just such a great person or we just connect really well. Um, and sometimes people come into your life for just that purpose, just to show you what you want. Yes. Yes. I learned that. Sometimes yes. people come into your life just to show you what you want and what you don't want. And people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a life. Literally. Lifetime. And I think for him, it was a season <laughs> and a reason. But like, sometimes, yeah, I would wish him to be a lifetime because he was such a cool guy. Um, yeah. But like, literally, sometimes people just pop into your life just to show you what you truly want and what you truly don't want. Because, yeah. girl, he really showed me what I wanted in a person and in a guy and, you know, what I was, what I thought I was going to attract or what I thought was cool. Yeah. yeah. Girl, this, this professor that, that I'm talking right. about made, convinced me to change my major to English. Right. Like I was, I had this professor for my, my first English class at Marywood, like the most basic what, what was it like english 160 uh-uh, yes 160 not 160 not the anthology yes english 160 <laughs> and it was just you know i just got placed in his class right. and i was an art major at the time oh girl oh my god so quirky. so quirky i was an art major and i was taking his class and i would like you know write papers for the english class right. and whatever and he would tell me he was just like why is this not your major you're really good at it and i was just like yeah i don't know and then i started enjoying his class more than the art classes right. and i was like okay, okay. <laughs> i see where you're coming from and then and then the next semester i took the same professor for english 180 right. and he was just like he was like you should change your major mm-hmm. like 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 this is not a joke anymore. right like, you should just do it and then i finally did it and then and then I did do it, and then I really, really liked yeah. it, and I was really good at it. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, Damn I gotta change it." <laughs> if I didn't have him as a professor, mm-hmm. I don't think that would have happened. I think I would have been miserable. Yeah, and like, so yeah, thank God for that. And like with me, with uh, my professor, it was just like it was the first time because I was in, I was in my major, and I was okay with it, but I wasn't really connecting to it, and it seemed like all the other professors. Every time they would, like, listen to me, they wouldn't understand what I was trying to do. Um, yeah. And then, and which is not, a, like, I would still get, like, passing grades, like, Bs and, and yeah, Bs and B minuses on my work. But it was still, like, I'm not getting the satisfaction that anyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. And then second year, yeah, second year, second semester, he walked into our studio class. And then we started talking, I think, one Tuesday night, late at night, because he was still at the studio. And, um, then we started just like, like working on the project together and he really helped me under, like he first, oh, like, first of all, understood what I was trying to say and understood my project and then like took my level of like understanding things to a whole new atmosphere. And it was just like, see, this is what, this is the reason I think the reason why people fall in love with her professors, because they inspire you to a level that's uncanny. Like, yeah. And they show you what you want to be or who you want to be with and who you don't want to be and who you don't want to be with. And I think people blind that or, like, confuse that with, oh, I'm in love with him. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the same time this was happening, the professor was also dealing with another student who fell in love with him (laughs) and, like, tried to be with him. Like, actually. Like, actually. Like, 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 like this girl was, like, it was this, it was an issue. It was an issue. 
Um, <laughs> it was an issue. Um, and so, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, I think that's so... I think that's what's so interesting about those student-professor relationships where it's just, like, boundaries are very blurred and people can't understand what um, what is, like, um, inspiration with love. Like, they confuse those yeah. two things and so i like i'm like i know i'm not in love with him i don't want to be with him he just inspires me so much where like you could easily persuade yourself to be like oh i'm in love because he inspires me you know because he's so passionate yeah. about what he's doing and so it's just and he doesn't look that bad by doing it it's gonna be honest it helps that <laughs> both people that we're talking about are attractive. right it helps. it helps it really helps the picture um, um but yeah like like my professor had really creative assignments yes. that like allowed all of his students to really like yes. dig deep and be creative yeah. and like he didn't care about like being all proper yes. and like I mean we had to have sources obviously mm-hmm. like MLA and blah blah mm-hmm. blah but his his prompts were like were just really interesting right. like like uh, uh, you weren't writing the regular academic paper you were still learning something right. but it wasn't boring right like um i took one class with him about like it was all about like editing and your writing style mm-hmm. like developing your writing right. style and we had to like write we had to write a step-by-step guide at how to do something mm-hmm. and every single step how t- had to be like no more than a certain amount of words. It was like really challenging, but it was really fun. Right. You had to be really creative, mm-hmm. and you could sort of be sarcastic and jokey. Right. Like, like, like he enjoyed when he like threw curse words in a paper. Yes. Like, like you could be really creative, right. and I was like, wow, I never got to write like this, and nobody lets me write like this, and I have so much fun doing right, this. right. And then with like my professor, like doing work for him never felt like homework. Yes, it was like really fun. Yes, and then like my professor too. He had, like, some problems with anxiety. And, girl, you've seen it. He would, like, sometimes when he would give presentations, he would get really red and then just, like, get really fast. He would just move real quick. Watching a professor get stage fright is the funniest shit But it makes... Like, you do this every day, bro. Every day. Especially because, like, I remember one of his classes I had to take, he had to sit in an actual lecture room. Girl. Him watching him try to navigate that shit was so fucking funny, but it's so great to see that because he was like one of the first people I saw in that school that was like a real person that I could relate to. He has anxiety, he's nervous too. It's like that yeah. relation thing where it's just like, okay, we're both real people, we don't have to like you don't have to act like this big, tough bitch, you know, like this big, tough professor, and I don't have to be the scrawny, you know, student. We're both nervous here, we're both experiencing something maybe new. Or, you know, we're interested about, you're interesting, you're making me interested about the things that you're talking about and how you're saying them, you know? And so that was another thing that he was just really, he was just really unique and is just relating to people. He's so good at relating to people. Um, And just... I love when professors are just, they get on your level and they they don't act all like, you know, like, well, I have a doctor. I'm like, I don't give give a fuck. What do you do with it? And you're still here. I, I love when... I love when they talk to us like we're adults and we're not like little yes. children. Yes. We're adults. We're adults. Yes. I love that. And he would also just have, even like in his lectures, he would also just make you think about deeper meanings to life. Like I remember this yeah. one time he showed us, um, he showed us like a picture of like 
someone took a snapshot of like galaxies in space or he just t- took a snapshot of a random point in space and how there were like literally like at least 40 different thousand do- galaxies in space and then he related that to architecture and i was like what mind blown, mind blown. <laughs> like it was things like that and so it was just like yeah like i think people really can conf- when they see those really ins- inspirational people or those inspirational professors they really confuse inspiration for love or yeah. um you know admiration for oh i'm in love with him Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say something about my personal experience. Oh. Um, I would not use the word love anywhere. Right. Near. Right. Yeah. However, I um, I think the, the this professor would um, I I I looked to him for validation. Yeah. All the time because yeah. I knew he would give it to me. Right. Right. <laughs> Same with me. Like, like yeah. Um, and so whenever I would hand in a paper, I was so excited because mm-hmm. he would, like, um, email ba- your paper back to you right. with comments that he left in the document mm-hmm. and then you're grading at the end. Right. And I still have a couple of them saved on my uh-uh. computer. It's so embarrassing. I still have, like, <laughs> I remember this, like, I told you about this, too. I still have, like, this little mapping project that he, like, commended me for and then showed the entire class. I still have it on my desk. Um, <laughs> It's on my desk. <laughs> Reva just showed it to me for Google Meet. She just showed me. She had it at arm's reach. <laughs> I still have it. Like, I haven't thrown oh it away. Oh, my God. Like, it, it, girl. Oh, my God. It's been an hour and 41 minutes. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Th- th- this professor would give me very, very, very lovely, nice compliments. Yes. Like, every single time I handed in a paper, I could hand him garbage. Garbage! And he would, and he would, and he would be like, you are the next, like, Jack Kerouac. <laughs> like, he, he would tell me, like, he would, like, make these, like, give me these crazy compliments that would just feed my ego. And I would be like, oh my god, does he like me? I'm like, no. He just thinks you wrote a good essay, you idiot. Well, it's like, just, like, <laughs> it's so exciting to see the p- people who you, like, admire and who you're really into be really into your work and get really excited. I'm like, yes. oh, that is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that feels because, good. Because both of us, both of us, I think in our root, are really hopeless romantic. Yes! <laughs> and um, yes. you, you're more outwardly hopeless romantic than I am, yes. but I am very, I'm still, like, at my core, Leo Venus, hopeless romantic. Uh-uh. And, um, and so when he would give me compliments on my work, I would be like, oh my god, does he like me? And it's like, no, you just wrote a good paper. Like, calm down. <laughs> Girl, just calm down. I it, like, uh, yeah, like with me when he would like, we would finally get like through a breakthrough and like working together or something. Like it, like if I was finally understanding a concept, he would just have like, he's just one of those people who can't hide his emotions, which I love. Like, yeah, he's just yeah, he's like when he would smile or when he's sad, you can easily tell when he was happy. He would just beam up, and it was just like, oh, you love me. Like, <laughs> it's like. This big overwhelming, oh my god, wow, the person that I'm, like, into and I admire also admires my work. Yeah. Not me, my work. <laughs> so just... I think it's because, like, these two people, like, just checked so many of our boxes. Yes, except for the physical part. That, Why? We were, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh my god. Oh my god. And then we were just like, and then we were like, oh. And then you just think of, oh god, he's 40. <laughs> and he's like, fine, <laughs> damn it. God. Well, <sighs> And they were our professors. And they were the professors, right, right. 
Oh my god, yeah. So And my professor it makes things really bad when I think about the fact that my professor met me when I was seventeen. Right. Like my professor met me when I was like, um I mean I was like nineteen or twenty, but like still it's like ugh. like I'm Yeah. I was a minor, dude. Right. I was a minor. And I was like, I feel like I'm sixteen now. So that's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> like um It's already weird enough that I started college as a seventeen year old because my birthday is so late. Right. Um but yeah. I met him when I was 17, oh which is, like, not not great. Not great. <laughs> but, like, you know, the thing <laughs> is, too, great. I think it's some, there's something very, I don't, okay, I hate, you know, I don't know how to, like, you know, when people use the word romantic, I don't mean, like, romantic, like, love, but there's something so beautiful in, like, having, meeting that person in that time, and then it just, you know, him disappearing out of your life, but still having that. Yeah. There's something so romantic in But that. they have such an impact on Yes, you. that it just, like, stays with you. Like, yeah. if I never meet it again in this life, I think that's just so romantic where it's like, ah, oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a very, like, it is a very uh, beautiful thing yeah. when that happens to you. Like, when you have a, like, some a figure like that in your life that really sort of, like, shapes you. Right. In, like, in a positive way, obviously. Right. <laughs> and then, like... Not in a negative and way. And if they leave, there's something so romantic about them leaving and then you realizing their purpose in your life yeah. and then being like okay it's okay if I don't see them again because I now it's fine it's fine because yeah. I now knew that what their purpose was you know yeah and so yeah 100% mm-hmm. boundaries boundaries <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> boundaries guys if you're still if with you us, are literally still um, with us oh my god <laughs> I I'm so sorry no I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. This is a great conversation. This was a great conversation, and we're we get to do these conversations more because this is we're now getting to the nitty gritty. Wow. Yes. And um, if and please um, if you're listening to this, please continue the conversation. Head over to our Instagram. You can shoot us yes. a DM if you feel compelled to do so. Give us an Insta comment. Give us something. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Yes. Give us a subscribe. Give us a validation. All the. The things you're supposed yeah. to uh, five star five star review That's on uh, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Yes. <laughs> um, like I said, um, I'm Reva. She's Katie, and this is hello the Tea Talk, where we talk about tea. Thank thank you for coming to our Tea <laughs> thank Talk. Thank you for coming to our Tea Talk. <laughs> Oh my god! And that's the tea. That's the tea. And we'll see. We'll see you guys next week. We'll see you guys next week. We'll be we'll be back on our our fun bullshit. Don't worry. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So this was still fun though. This was, yes, this was still fine. It's fine. Girl, <laughs> if we keep doing this, I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> I'm not mad. I don't mind. Um. Yeah. So guys, thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye guys. Oh my god. Bye.